Welcome everyone. This is Marie Waite and uh, we are here back on the studio and I have such a great guest today and Brett Winterball. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on the uh, on the show today. Uh, uh, we're in the midst of uh, working out of my uh, COVID studio, right? We've got stuff kind of moving around. Okay. And, uh, it's great to be with you, Marie. All right. Awesome. Oh, I miss you so much because from the last time we were uh, at the Fire Up Live seminar, you did such a great job there, you know, speaking and helping so many people at that event uh, that was uh, at the Fire Up Live seminar. Do you remember that? I do. It was a great, yes. it was a great uh, afternoon, a lot of great content and information, and everybody had a really good time. So yeah, it was, that was a lot of fun. Okay. Well, um, the purpose of my uh, interview today is to let people know what your background and what you're doing right now. So we're, let's start with the background. Um, so can you tell us how you got started in the radio show and how you became a radio host? And I know, I think you're also a TV host too. So if you could just, uh, give them some information, that would be awesome. Yeah, sure. So I started out in, uh, I started out in college, uh, working in a college radio station at my, at the university I went to, which was Emerson college in Boston, um, and, and fell in love immediately with the medium. I always loved radio cause it's the theater of the mind. Um, you don't have the benefit necessarily of pictures and images and all that sort of stuff. So what I, what I loved about it was the ability to tell stories and only be able to use words. Uh, the great thing about radio is it's, it's simultaneously, um, it, it, you're, you're mass broadcasting, but at the same time, you're also, it's the most intimate medium that there is. Because if you think about it, it's a one-on-one -on -one experience, but it's repeated millions and millions of times across an audience. And I, I like that. I like that connectivity uh, and the ability to speak with people um, in that way. Uh, I got out of college. I, I moved to, from Boston to New York City. I spent a, a, about a half a decade in New York City uh, oh, okay. uh, working with, with some different radio companies, went to Los Angeles, went back to New York. Um, and then came back out to the West Coast and eventually settled down in, uh, in San Diego for four or five years. And now I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina at WBT, one of, wow. one of the oldest radio stations in America. Uh, we're coming up on a, our 100th anniversary in two years. So it's, uh, oh, it's an gosh. exciting time to be in Charlotte for sure. And I, I love doing radio there. Gosh. So do you know um, how many uh, listeners do you guys have in WBT? Is it WBT? Is that what? WBT, right. Okay. Well, it's, okay. It's, it's, uh, it's an AM and an FM station. So okay. we're, we're on uh, the AM and FM dial. Plus we're on radio.com as an app. Uh, it's, a great, it's a great place to be. We have, you know, Charlotte is a, is a growing metro. So it's probably three or four million uh, aggregated across. But our wow. signal at night will carry all the way from Canada to Cuba. And uh, it's a very, very big radio station. It's quite popular throughout the South. That is incredible, Brett. I'm so uh, happy for you because I know we, we want you here in California, but you <laughs> ended up moving over there. Um, so can you tell us uh, some of your best experience uh, of your career? Can mm -hmm. you just share that to us, please? Yeah. I, look, I've had the opportunity to interview all sorts of people, uh, you know, high-ranking high uh, politicians and, and, and thought leaders, business leaders. I, I've interviewed uh, entertainment people, you know, music stars. Um, and, and what I like about this is I get the opportunity to speak to people from all kinds of different backgrounds. Um, one, one of the things 
that I, I always liked that I've heard people say is, you know, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, right? That's, that's how the old saying goes. Yes. So you always want to affiliate with people where you're, you're upgrading, you're moving up, you're, you're hanging out with smarter people than yourself because you're going to get smarter as, as, as a result of it. And, and being able to do radio uh, allows you that opportunity to reach out to people and, and to pick their brains and, and, and talk to them. It, having done radio and television, I prefer radio as a medium, personally. Okay. And why um, is that? It, it's, it's because there's a mystery to it. Uh, people get very excited about television, but when you bring people into a radio studio, it's, it's, it's mysterious to them because they don't understand how that, that all works. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I do a three, four-hour show uh, a, a day, right? I've done four-hour shows. I've done three-hour shows. And so that's 15 hours that I have to come up with out of the top of my head. I don't have a script in front of me. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I like that. And I like the interactivity with listeners uh, who call in and can talk about different issues. T television is a, is a really important medium for, for what it is to convey information. What mm -hmm. I think about radio is that's an amazing medium to convey context. Because oh. when you have a, a cell phone, right, you got your cell phone in your hand, you can get any information you want. But what does it mean? You, you need people to kind of tell you what, what the different stories mean. And that's, that's what I like doing uh, uh, best at, at, at the studios. I see. That is, that is good to know because um, just to let you know, Brett, I, I was asked to um, start a radio show here in uh, North County, San Diego. Mm -hmm. And I told, told the guy, I'm not really a radio host. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, well, Marie, I'm, I'm good with that because he was looking for somebody who's like more local mm -hmm. and um, he didn't, he wasn't looking for somebody who's so polished, something like right. that. But I said, well, that's definitely not, that's definitely me. I'm not polished, but I, I, you know, I want, I wanted to experience it and, and just see what happens. But uh, what I'm doing right now is I'm doing a lot of Zoom calls and Zoom meetings, which is totally different because. I think for me, I like to see the facial expressions of sure. people. And so it, it gives me a better way of communication uh, because I'm very visual. But I can see the power of radio to where there's so much content coming out of it, especially as good as you, Brett. I mean, you're really making things happen for a lot of people when you talk to them about their business. Mm -hmm. Look, it's, it's important, especially in this time with this, with the weird world that we're living in with co coronavirus and COVID, you know, uh, business has changed. The, the, the business of, of life in America and around the world has changed. And so what this has caused people to do is a lot of uh, adaptation, right? Yeah, you've got, yeah. you've got to pivot. You've got to be flexible. You've got to be willing to, to work from, from the place you can work from uh, relative to everything else. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's it. I mean, there, there's a certain authenticity and, and, and granular uh, feeling to it when you're, when you're creating stuff sort of on the fly in less than ideal circumstances because it's, off, it, 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 it's real and it's in that yes. moment. And I think, it's, you know, I think it's a hugely challenging time for business, but I think even though we're not all working in central locations and, and offices and things like that, I think the productivity level is probably up more than it is yes. in, in a traditional office environment. I actually agree with you. Um, I wanted to ask you, because I know you've been doing this for years, um, radio hosting. Your style of um, asking questions to people that you interview, I mean, mm -hmm. did that um, develop 
over the years in terms of how you were trying to get information from people or how you can get them to loosen up and be, uh, you know, be able to share what they have in mind? Yeah. I, I don't think you can script out all the questions. Um, when, when somebody, when somebody calls into a radio show as just a person off the street, they want to mm -hmm. express an opinion. I like to talk to them for a longer period of time because oftentimes whatever their first or second thing is that they're raising isn't really what they want to talk about. And they eventually yes. get to the third thing. The best interviewers, I think have some, have a direction in their mind and a, and, and a, and a focus on where they want to go, but you have to react to the real environment when you're talking to somebody. Yes. If, if suddenly uh, we're, we're having a conversation and uh, you know, something spontaneous, a picture falls off the wall or something. You have to be in the room and acknowledge, Oh my gosh, I'm sorry that that is just crazy that that happened. Um, if you're too stiff going into it, it doesn't feel authentic. And okay. I, I try to listen to a lot of, uh, a lot of different kinds of, of radio and, and watch a lot of different kinds of television and you pick up a craft or a trick here or a trick there, but it's gotta be more than the who, what, where, when, why. Yes. Um, why is I think a really great, one because if you just ask why and you keep uh, drilling on that one that's the that's the hardest one to kind of dodge or, or get out of because the person is going to have to speak to their self-motivation as to why they made a business decision or why they chose a, a, a line of work or whatever that is the number one thing people love to talk about more than anything is themselves why gets you to that to that content faster i think i see okay well, you know, I've uh, I've seen you in action. Where um, remember Shelly Ruffin sure, when we went absolutely. to your studio? Yes. Well, for for a very short period of time of interview that you did for her, mm -hmm. you actually gave her so many business at that time. It it was incredible the way you asked the questions, and and that is where the talent comes in. And I truly admire the way you have done it because. You know, for a very short period of, of time interviewing someone, you've given her so much benefit just by, by doing that kind of questioning. And that is, I think, comes from experience on all the years that you've done it and how you're able to bring all this business to her after that interview. <laughs> well, that's terrific. That's, that's high praise that, that, that that's what happened. The key to, I think, driving business in that way is giving the audience something of value, something they can take yes. away. There's a term that gets used a lot called social currency, right? And mm -hmm. social currency is something of value you take that you can then share with other people. An interesting fact, an interesting angle, something like that. If I recall, when we were doing the, the interview, we were, it was right in the middle of that scandal with the people who were paying to get kids into college. Yes. Uh, they were pay, paying off these, uh, these uh, uh, university people. Well, that was top of mind for a lot of people. When that interfaces with what she was offering in terms of uh, a legit straightforward service that's not uh, crooked, right? Yeah. Um, that's certainly going to get people's attention. And so I, I always try to offer sincerity um, and legitimate information. And I try to tamp down the hype uh, when it comes to talking to people because people see through it. They know it's not really true. It's not going to yeah. happen. And it's not the way to go. Yeah, you can't lie. People are very smart. So what I'm getting from this, um, Brett, is that you have to be aware of what's going on in the community or even 
you know, uh, with the um, the topic that you're talking about in order to really uh, get that value for people. Mm-hmm. And, the, and yeah, and so that's part of like being prepared before you mm-hmm. even go on air. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 it's hugely important to, to know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read a lot. I watch a lot of, uh, watch a lot of news programs. I, I try to look at the, the broad spectrum of stuff when I'm not, when I'm not behind the microphone, I'm consuming content. I'm consuming radio and podcasts. Um, truth be told, when I get done at the end of the day of doing a, a political, political and current events news yes. talk show, what I, what I listen to is sports talk radio a lot of the time because it's completely uh, nothing like what I've been talking about and I can clear my mind. Okay. Um, for a period of time, for about 18 months, I was, a, I was a sports talk show host in Los Angeles on KFWB. And we were the flagship of the Los Angeles Clippers. I did afternoon drive from three to seven. And it was, you know, sports for four four hours with a, with a broadcast partner of mine. And it was wonderful. It was great. The problem was when I got home at night, when I would get home at night after working in news talk, I'd have sports to watch. When I would get home working in sports all day, I didn't really want to watch more sports. I didn't want to consume more of it. So I had no outlet. At that point, yeah. so it's like well, I'm not going to go watch news talk because that's, you know, it's just going to be a whole other. So it, it's tricky, right? It's it's just it's a tricky thing. You just got to. I think the secret to being successful in in any medium is just being passionate and being okay. who you are, just being a real person. Yeah, well, um, I I truly admire you. I mean, seriously, I mean, your record is amazing. Your accomplishment is incredible, and I'm sure you've made a lot of impact on so many people. What is, what is one advice that you can give to people out there that are uh, dealing with the situation right now? With, with like business and, and, and yes. mo- motivation and stuff like that? Okay, so here's the thing, right? If, if you don't try, right? If you don't try to do what you want to do and be passionate about it, then you're never going to know if you can succeed or not. The people who are going to tell you you can't do it have never done it. Like I, I could say to anybody, you want to start a podcast, start a podcast. You want to do a, a show, radio show, do a radio show or a TV show. Just launch it. You've got, we've got so much opportunity now that didn't exist 15 or 20 years ago. Yeah. Pursue your passion. You have nothing to lose. You will, you will go through life and you will have successes and you will have failures. I started my radio, my daily radio show, I started as a podcast in 2008 and it started out as a 15 minute podcast one time a week and then it went to two times a week then it went to 30 minutes then it went to an hour and then it went to three hours a day um, in my home studio the crazy thing at the time was I didn't realize I should be operating off of a broadcast clock a broadcast clock means you've really only got about 35 or 40 minutes of content in an hour, the rest of it's commercial time. I was doing three straight hours of content, which was loony, um, but it made (laughs) me better at what I did. And you just gotta, you just gotta keep pushing at it. You gotta be willing to fail. um, And you gotta be willing to leave it all out there uh, for the audience to consume or not. Like we started this conversation, right? 
I'm in, this is a temporary studio setup that I'm in yes. right now. Okay. It looks, maybe it looks kind of freaky, but <laughs> it's, it's what's working right now. And I was able to, you know, I hosted, I hosted three hours in Charlotte from the setup here because, you know, I'm in the midst of a relocation and stuff. Yes. And, and so all I'm saying to folks is take the shot because you're, you're only going to regret the shot you didn't take. You're, you're rarely going to regret the shot you took. Okay. Now, do you also uh, see yourself um, doing a lot of speaking and like live events? Because I know I, I had you at my live event. Are you, do you see yourself traveling and doing those things still? I would like, I mean, I would like to do it. I, I, I haven't done as many. Well, I mean, obviously, because everything's shut down now, but um, you know, it's, it is something I like doing. I like interact, uh, interacting with the audience. I like mm -hmm. seeing people, uh, you know, in person and, and talking to them. I like motivating people because I, I think, there's so much negativity in the world yeah. uh, from people who want to tell you you can't do it or you're not good enough to do it or whatever. And as I said, those, those negative people have never done any of the stuff that you're trying to do. So why would you listen to them? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do, I do, I do like speaking at events and, and uh, showing up and talking to live. Well, you know, a, I remember nice... attending some of your events with like thousands of people in there mm -hmm. yeah. and uh, you were funny with all these other radio hosts and I just love how you guys put that together. I mean, you were talking about uh, political topics, but at the same time, it was funny. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, look, I, the, thing I, uh, the thing I have as a, as a rule, especially doing afternoon drive, when I know people are going home, they're on their way home, they've been working all day, they're trying to, I, my number one rule is I always try to not send people home mad. Like, I don't want to get you mad in the car and then you walk through the door and your family's there and you're yelling at them because I got you mad on the, by something I was talking about on the radio. It's important to laugh and, and, and yeah. humor is what gets you through life, you know? I mean, it's just, it's, it's just life is a weird thing and we got to laugh at it. Yeah, but, it, but that is also a natural talent of yours because I, I don't think everybody can, can do that. I mean, they have to be either a gifted stand-up comedian or... You know, so it's, there's that style of hosting where you can also be funny at the same time. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just, you know, if you're passionate about it, you can find the funny in anything, pretty much anything. And That's true. Uh, you can make people laugh and it's, you know, it's, it just loosens people up. I, I, I've seen people, you know, I've gone to a, a speaking event or something and I've seen people speak. Yeah. And you feel badly. You go, oh my gosh, this is really not going well. And you kind of want to, you kind of want to hide behind the couch and, and just sneak out of the room. But you know, it's, it's just, you just got to kind of roll with it. And here, here, here's the thing. Somebody told me once upon a time, a, a comic told me this once upon a time. If you don't point out the fact that you're messing up, most people don't know you're messing up. When you walk out onto a stage, very, very few, if any of those people in that room want to see you fail, because it's awkward. Yes. Right? They just yes. want to see you do well and get on with your life. And that's it. I think we build up these monsters in our heads. Yeah. Uh, of people thinking that, oh, you, you want me to crash and burn. I don't think that's the case at all. I think people want to see you succeed. Yeah. And, and I, I realized that over the years because, you know, English is my second language. So it took me a while to feel comfortable speaking, knowing that some of what I say doesn't make sense or I have all kinds of grammar errors. <laughs> but now I am okay with it because I think people accept me for who I am. <laughs> so it doesn't really right. matter. That's it. <laughs> 
comfortable in your skin. You got to be comfortable in your skin. You got to be doing, doing the thing that you want to do. You know, I mean, yeah. that's, that's the important thing about well, it. Well, I tell myself if um, other people can, cannot speak Tagalog, why am I so giving myself a hard time? <laughs> we don't really need, they cannot even speak Tagalog. I'm speaking two languages. <laughs> that's right. I know people born in the United States that could barely speak English anyways. I mean, you know, people who are from here, you can't understand anything that they're saying. So it's, you know, That's believe me, true. some of them have called me on the radio. It's, oh uh, it's, you know, it's just, it's, I want to say to them, is English your second language? What is your first language? What, what, gibberish? I don't know what you're talking about. But it's, um, it's, it, it's, it's a funny thing. You know, performance is a funny thing. There's times you're going to completely bomb. You know what you have to do at that point is just embrace it. Be like, yeah. wow, this <laughs> is going poorly. And, and then uh, you maybe make fun of yourself because sometimes yeah, I make fun of myself. Okay, that's who I am. You right. know, I have a lot of friends that call me blonde because of the way I think. <laughs> right. See, <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> well said. Yes, yes, absolutely. absolutely. But anyway, yesterday I actually um, uh, interviewed uh, Wellington Pendle, who is um, in charge of the Career Compass. You need to get to know him. He is funny as hell. And I think, uh, you know, the way he communicates, he teaches a lot of real estate agents. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he also entertains like a comedian. And it's so crazy, the style. And he's actually very hated by, uh, I think, according to him, he was hated by the real estate board, but he was so loved by all the agents because of the way ah, he does nice. it. <laughs> That's awesome. But I think it would be a good... Um, a good person for you to connect. And I will connect the two of you because I think it, it's going to be awesome. I enjoyed my interview with him. I was laughing the entire time. Yeah. And I felt like, okay, that was one of my best interviews because I was laughing the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> got to laugh. That's it. You got to, you know, life's too yeah, short to cry. I think when you have fun, especially with the way you do it with, uh, with politics, because mm -hmm. that is where I saw, oh my gosh, when I was at your event. I mean, that's why there were so many people in there, like thousands of people. Yeah. I mean, you guys are so well known and, and I'm, I was very impressed in how you guys did it. And I'm blessed by just talking to you um, I when I invited it. you to show up at my Fire Up Live seminar. And yeah. you were very generous also by saying yes to me out of the blue. Sure. <laughs> because that's I just, right. <laughs> and the funny thing is I just, uh, you were just walking by me right? Uh, uh. And then I shook your hand and I said, do you remember me a year ago? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I was so because I have to attend, I think several uh, years of your event just to really get to know what's going on. And it was really good. That's good. We, and we had a you great still time do that. Are you still going to do that? Uh, yeah. You know, being in a different location. So we have a different team now. Uh, I imagine we will probably do some live events, okay. uh, especially since we're in Charlotte, the Republican convention is going to be there. Uh, assuming everything goes off the way it's supposed to go off. Uh, we, we will probably be doing some, some public stuff for sure. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, let make sure that you keep me posted. I will. I do want to attend. And uh, again, I've always had good experience with your events and uh, I'm doing another fire Life seminar on October 10. Oh. I don't know if you're going to be able to fly and join us again. <laughs> It might be hard. That might be hard because that's going to be right in the middle of the uh, of the final push for the election. So I'm probably oh, going to be. Oh, that's right. I'll probably be uh, locked down for, yeah, for that unless one. Unless yeah. if I can have you on a live stream, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we can see if that'll work. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll make sure that you know. I'll figure out. Um, by the way, Brad, I'm also um, having. I'm, I'm. I also have a good relationship now with NBC. 
So uh, I don't know if you're aware that I aired The Real Men of Real Estate on NBC uh, in February. So uh-huh. because of the TV shows that I've been working for real estate, I wanted to see if there's any way that you and I can collaborate on the projects that I have. So if that's something that you're open, you know, just let me know and give me a call. And I, will. I would like yeah. to know your program too, to where I could probably send people to your radio station and see mm. how we can make that happen. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's figure out how we can do that. Yeah. That, okay. that, that, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm so glad to see you because again, I wanted to thank you from the bottom of my heart for helping me with my fire up life seminar. Right. And that was Anytime. amazing. And, and I know how busy you are that the fact that you were able to still, uh, you know, put some time away to be at my event. That sure. was incredible. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Had a great time. Uh, I had a great time and it was a tremendously uplifting experience. And I think everybody in the room was, was happy to be there that day. It was really terrific all the way around him. You know, we, we made a lot of new friends, which was really great. Yeah. And you connected with Wes too, right? Yes. Wes Chandler. Yes. Okay. Well, he is so, um, so uh, proactive about his company, the WCTE. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be good to connect with him again because uh, he is pushing this. Uh, it's good for the uh, football players. I don't know if you're aware of the, uh, the company, uh, what it, it's all about. Right. Were you, uh, did we, he we were, uh, let yeah, you we know t- what it was? We were talking. Yeah, we were, he and I were speaking. We spoke for about maybe 20 minutes uh, in between okay. uh, events. And uh, yeah, he caught me up on it, which was really fascinating. Yeah, I think I'll connect the two of you too because uh, with he is he wants to spread the word about the, his company, mm-hmm. and I think with your radio station, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be great for him sure. and even for the people that I need to send to you. <laughs> right, right. I'm going to be sending a lot of people to you. <laughs> I mean, I totally admire your work. That's why. But Thank anyway, you. if you can send me more information about your radio, how can how can we contact you? Well, the, the, your best bet is uh, I'm on Twitter at uh, Winterble Show, W-I-N-T-E-R-B-L-E Show on okay. Twitter. Uh, you can also, you can hear my show. Uh, if, if you're in Southern California or any place that's not Charlotte, you can listen to it on radio.com, just radio.com and look for WBT. Uh, okay. I air uh, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern time, uh, which is 12 to 3 Pacific time. And uh, yeah, just you can reach out to me through through any of those channels. That's absolutely a great way to do it. All right. Before I let you go, I still have one more question. Last question, sure. I promise. <laughs> What's your goal uh, for uh, this upcoming uh, years for you, uh, being in a new location and a new station? Uh, probably, uh, professionally speaking, probably just ratings dominance, you know, moving up into the top uh, tier in the market, uh, making a run at number one and 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 trying to pull that off, which I think uh, we've got some real strong horses underneath us. And I think we can do a pretty good job. Um, wow. and, and, and basically just, you know, continue to grow the program, the brand awareness and, and spending more time with my family. Those are, those are probably the most important goals that, that I oh, have. Wow. Thank you so much, Brett. I mean, thank, thank you, you again. I know that you're busy, but I really, really appreciate your time. And if you have any free time again, let me know. I will, I will. try and I will. schedule you. <laughs> I will. Absolutely. Thank you so very much for having me on. I really appreciate you, Marie. All right. Thank you so much. Bye now. Thank you. Bye-bye.